Hi, this is Michael Dorn, Lieutenant Commander Worf from Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Trek FM. Hailing frequencies open, you've tapped into Trek FM's Hyper Channel. I'm Luke Weir, and let's go ahead and jump right into talking about For the Love of Spock. This documentary was finally released last Friday. It's been a project that's been a long time coming. It was originally meant to be a father-son project that Leonard and Adam Nimoy worked on together, but unfortunately, Leonard Nimoy's death in 2015 prevented that from becoming a reality. But instead of giving up on For the Love of Spock, Adam Nimoy continued working on the project, and it eventually morphed into a retrospective looking back at his father's life as well as the history of the character. The project was largely funded by fans through a very successful Kickstarter campaign, which raised over $660,000 last year. The documentary features interviews with many of Nimoy's family and colleagues, including William Shatner, George Takei, Walter Koenig, Nichelle Nichols, J.J. Abrams, and many of the cast members from the Kelvin Timeline films, as well as some celebrity fans like Jason Alexander, Jim Parsons, and Neil deGrasse Tyson. When asked about working on the documentary, Zachary Quinto said, quote, I was thrilled to be a part of For the Love of Spock. I think Adam really captured a lot about his father that even I didn't know in terms of his journey and his relationship with the character. I feel like Adam brought his whole heart and all of the talent to bear on what turned out to be a really lovely tribute to his dad, but also a lovely tribute to Spock and to the fans. I think people will really, really love the movie, end quote. For the Love of Spock is now in limited theatrical release and is now available on demand from most major internet and television providers. But this isn't the only documentary about Leonard Nimoy coming out this year. An upcoming project from Health Point Productions aims to bring awareness to the disease that claimed Nimoy's life. Highly Illogical, a special tribute to Leonard Nimoy, is an upcoming documentary about COPD, or chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, which makes it hard for COPD sufferers to breathe. COPD causes coughing that produces large amounts of mucus, wheezing, shortness of breath, chest tightness, and other symptoms, and cigarette smoking is considered to be the leading cause of COPD. Other lung irritants, such as air pollution, chemical fumes, or dust, can also contribute to COPD. The documentary will share Leonard Nimoy's story and the stories of others who have suffered from COPD and will educate viewers about current treatments and the progress being made toward a cure. The film will be narrated by John DeLancey, and you can help support the project on their website, copdllap.com. That's copdllap, as in live long and prosper, dot com. We finally know when the Roddenberry Vault is going to be released. December 13th is the day that you'll be able to own never-before-seen footage from episodes of the original series on a three-disc Blu-ray set. In a press release, CBS said that they've, quote, painstakingly cataloged, transferred, analyzed, and pieced together these vault materials, which include alternate takes, deleted scenes, omitted dialogue, outtakes, and original visual FX elements. End quote. The set includes 12 episodes that were deemed most relevant to the materials shown on the Blu-ray set, and all of the footage is presented in full 1080p high definition and 7.1 surround sound, although the newly restored mono audio will also be available. Plus, 11 of the 12 episodes will have isolated music tracks, and the Roddenberry Vault set will also include three new documentaries and snippets of various clips discovered in the vault, and again, this collection will be available on December 13th. 
Although we talked on the last episode about all of the cool things happening in celebration of Star Trek's 50th anniversary, there was still some more to come on the day of the anniversary. First off, a new Bluetooth-enabled TNG comm badge was announced. It will pair with your phone and allow you to answer calls just by saying go, and it even makes the classic comm badge chirp when you press it. It's currently available for pre-order from ThinkGeek and the Star Trek store for $80, and it's expected to come out in November. But if you just can't wait for that, there's also a Bluetooth-enabled TOS communicator that's been available for a while now. You can find that on those same sites. Facebook paid tribute to the 50th anniversary by giving its like buttons a Star Trek theme for a limited time. Instead of the normal reactions, fans were treated to emojified versions of the Vulcan salute, Kirk, Spock, Geordi, and what I would say is a Kelvin timeline Klingon. It was a fun tribute created by the Facebook Messenger marketing team, which was headed up by Lindsay Shepard. And another cool thing on Facebook was the Star Trek profile frames that users could add to their profile pictures. I definitely took advantage of that and I'm pretty sure you can still get those if you look for them on Facebook. These may not be the most typical tributes one might think of when it comes to celebrating pop culture milestones, but I think this was really fun and I hope Facebook will continue doing more things like this in the future. Did you know that the original series theme song had lyrics? I never would have imagined that it would, but apparently at some point during the production of the series, Gene Roddenberry considered adding lyrics to the theme song. Uh, The lyrics don't have a ton of depth, but they do tell us a sort of love story from the perspective of a woman waiting for her lover to return from his adventures in space. You can read those lyrics in a link that we have here in the show notes. For today's recommended reading, StarTrek.com published some of the reviews that were written for Star Trek's pilot episode, and it may surprise you to find out that these reviews weren't necessarily positive. You can check out what critics of the time had to say about the original series in that article. Also, io9 wrote a tribute to the dozens upon dozens of Captain Janeway's shocked expressions on Voyager. It was quite a fun read, and the article featured a ton of stills from the different seasons, uh, showing off a wide variety of Janeway's shocked, uh, surprised, or even worried looks. And even though it's pretty funny to see how many times the show had these uh, close-ups of Janeway making that same expression, it's also a testament to how good Kate Mulgrew was at that. And in the end, it made me appreciate her acting ability even more. That's a wrap on today's episode of Hyper Channel. I've got a lot more coming to you later on this week, including some of the latest in real-life space exploration and, of course, another round of Star Trek Discovery news. So be sure to subscribe to Hyper Channel on iTunes or your preferred podcast provider. You can also subscribe to the Trek FM Master Feed, where you can get all of the shows on the network in one convenient feed. Keep up with me on Instagram and Twitter at CraptasticLuke. Add me on Facebook, too. Just search for Luke Weir. You can follow Trek FM on Twitter and Facebook. And you should also join Trek FM's Facebook group, The Babel Conference. It's a secret group that's just for Trek FM listeners. And we have some great Star Trek discussion on there. Just search for the Babel Conference, B-A-B-E-L. You can support the Trek FM network on Patreon. Go to P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Trek FM and check out the various levels of support you can choose from. Don't forget, you can check out all of the articles I sourced for today's episode in the show notes. I'm Luke Weir. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back soon with another episode of Hyper Channel. Hyper Channel.